The Bible speaks in the book of First Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter 3. Um, First Kings chapter 3. Let me start with verse 1. And Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh king of Egypt and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he had made an end of building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in high places because there were no house built unto the name of the Lord until those days. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statues of David, his father. Only he sacrificed and burned incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was a great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. I want to speak about the law of a sacrifice, and uh, so that we may be able to prepare ourselves as we are beginning this journey of gathering our sacrifices in order to give our sacrifice. That it is not by accident, neither is it a coincidence, that every time God asks for a sacrifice, it's always specific. He would tell you, bring your son. He would tell another one, bring heifers. You remember what he was telling the children of Israel when they were in, in, the, in Egypt, that every family look for a lamb so that you may slaughter it. God was so specific with whatever he was asking his people to give. Because the sacrifice operates based on the substance and the matter. It is based on that which is in that sacrifice and on the value of that, of that sacrifice and that which sacrifice represents in your relationship to the blessings that God has given you. Look at the sacrifice that God gave to save the mankind. The Bible says he gave his only begotten son. The substance, the matter, the value of the sacrifice that saved me and you was the blood of Jesus. The strength that it carries in the heart of the Lord. The relationship, the passion that it has in the heart of the Lord. Determines the power and the strength of that sacrifice. He did not give heifers. He did not give bulls. He did not give money to save us. He was so specific and he said, what can bring the salvation of mankind is a sacrifice of this kind of level. It is a sacrifice of my own son. That's why the Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The level of the sacrifice release was dependent on the level that God, the, the level of the love of God over the earth. How much he loved that which he wanted to receive. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The Bible begins to describe how much God loved the world. Whatever you desire from God, whatever breakthrough, whatever success, whatever open door, is like the law of sacrifice asks you, how much do you love that thing? If it's about your child that you want them to succeed, how much do you love this child? If it is about the ministry, like people like myself, it asks me, how much do you love that work? And that is what will determine the level of their sacrifice. 
That's what the Bible says. For God so loved the world. It indicated the passion of God concerning the world. It indicated the, 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 the way, the, the weight of God's love for the world. And he was ready to lose his only begotten son for the sake of the world. In this law, it tells you what are you willing to lose for that which you are willing to gain. That's why I say it is a painful process, but it is gainful in the end. In this process, in this principle, in this law of a sacrifice is what, how, how much value do you put in what you are looking for in, in, in regard to that which you are ready to do what? To lose. God was able to lose his only begotten son for the sake of the world that he loved so much. You may end up saying that the way God loved this world, he was ready to lose anything in order to get this world. Somebody say amen. That every time God asked somebody for a sacrifice, it was, it was placed in a balance. The much love and passion you are having over that which you are pursue versus that which you want to give to the Lord. Look at somebody that has their child who has been sick over a period of time. Somebody that the sickness has been eating on them, almost killing them. The love for this child. And the Lord tells you, give a sacrifice. Look at a marriage that has broken for many, many years. And the children want to come back to their family. The love of this person that is standing in the gap for the sake of this marriage. And then the Lord tells you, give me a sacrifice. That the level of this sacrifice, the weight of this sacrifice, the value of this sacrifice can only be dependent on what you are pursuing. How much do you love that which you are looking for? There's a preacher who asked God for a nation, for a city, and he said, Lord, unless you give it to me, let me die. I am ready to trade my life for this nation. I want people to come to hope, to Christ. How, what are you ready to die for? What are you ready to lose for? What is it that is, that is pushing you to seek God all days long? And that is, makes your sacrifice to be the sacrifice that you are going to do what? To give. Look at the way God asks Abraham. He tells Abraham, bring Isaac. Because Isaac in value was higher than Ishmael. Isaac in value was more greater and precious than who? Up, uh, than, than, than Ishmael. Ishmael was as valuable. Ishmael was his son. But Isaac was carrying a destiny. He was carrying the future of Abraham. Therefore, the value that God wanted from the sacrifice of Abraham was in Isaac and it was not in whom? It was not in Ishmael. That every time you look for a sacrifice to give, the law says, what are you giving your sacrifice for? Because sacrifice is not an open check. Sacrifice is given because of something. There must be a specific target. There must be a specific subject. What am I sacrificing for? For a job? For a marriage? For a family? 
for a destiny, for a ministry, for the power of the Lord. Somebody clap to him and give him a praise offering in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at the way the man of God Solomon did. He offered a thousand bulls. He would have offered one bull. He would have offered a hundred bulls. Still, that was a what? A sacrifice. But whatever this man was looking for from God was so great to the level that the sacrifice that was needed was the amount that he was doing what? He was giving. Look at the way he was offering. He began with one bull. He went to two bulls. He went to 100 bulls. He went to 200 bulls. He went to 300 bulls. Nothing was happening because of what he was looking for. By the time he hit the 1,000 bull, the Bible says in the night, God appeared to him and told him, ask me anything. Somebody say amen. You, you, do you think, do you think a, a thousand bull was a joke to slaughter in a place like this one? It's not a joke. I'm sure it was blood everywhere. I'm sure it was dirty everywhere. And the priest was slaughtering. He slaughtered number one. Nothing happened. Because of what he was looking for. He was not just looking for anything. He was looking for a part of God. Wisdom is a part of God. Somebody say amen. Because there are seven spirits of God. And those are parts of God. When God gives you one, he has given you a part of himself. He was looking for wisdom. Not just anything. Something that gives him dominion. Something that gives him authority. Something that was to give him riches and wealth and rulership over the world. Therefore, as he slaughtered, number one, nothing happened because of what he was looking for. Number two, nothing happened. Number 100, nothing happened. Number 500, nothing happened. Number 950, nothing happened. When he hit number 1,000, it touched God and the Lord came down and release whatever he wants. May the Lord release whatever you want when we give him a sacrifice. Somebody clap to him and give him a better praise in the mighty name of Jesus. In the matter and in the substance, that which you are giving, how much value does it have in you, not in others, in you, compared to that which you are looking for? You know, this, this microphone has a value for me and it may not be having a value for somebody there. Because for me, I use it to do what? To preach. That's why I say, how much value does it have in you? How do you value it? Isaac was important to Abraham. But Isaac might have not been very important to other people. How much value does that thing have in you? That's why you cannot steal and sacrifice. That's why you cannot borrow and sacrifice. It, it, it needs to be your own thing that you are doing what? You are releasing. Somebody say amen. How much? You, you are praying for your child. You are praying for, 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 their, for their destiny. You are praying how much? Look at the way you wake up every early in the morning, prepare your children, take them to school. The value that you are putting in them during the day, you are there. If there is a phone call come about your child, you rush to school very fast. In the evening, you go pick them. You can leave any other thing and go bring them. Look at the value that you have put in them. If I am giving a sacrifice for them, the value of my sacrifice must reflect the value of the thing I am sacrificing for. If it is a job, the job that you are looking for, the job that you are trusting God to give you, 
If you are trusting God for a job that you will walk outside there and get it, you don't need to give a sacrifice. If you are trusting God for a job that is impossible to get, you also need to give a sacrifice that is a possible. It is determined, it is determined. The values are determined by what you are looking for, what you are asking from God. That's why God gives us as a church a certain figure, a very abnormal figure. Actually, God has given us a figure that is unreasonable because of what we are asking from him as a city, as a church, as a nation, as a land. It is also abnormally possible. It cannot be possible unless the Lord does it. May you celebrate our Father by giving him praise, even in Jesus' mighty name. How much do you value that which you are looking for? How much do you value that person that you are looking for? That's why they ask you, bring a sacrifice of this kind. When you go to the people, the spiritists who normally ask for a sacrifice, they will always ask you your situation. And then when you tell them your situation, they will tell you, bring this and this and this and this. The value of what you are bringing versus the value of what you trust God to do it for you. That's why in the Bible, there were sacrifices of every level, depending on the reasons as to why you are sacrificing. Number two, uh, number two law of a sacrifice is total surrender. Total surrender. That when I give a sacrifice, it shows how much I have surrendered to God. The way I give, how I give, is a reflection of how much I have surrendered to God. There are some people say, I have given until I have nothing to give anymore. I have given everything. That's what the Bible says in the book of, uh, in the book of uh, Romans 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. That you give everything. Don't keep back. Keep everything. It's called a proper worship. That the much, the much you are willing to surrender reflects how much you are willing to surrender to God. Look at Isaac. Look at uh, the other guy, Ishmael. Look at Isaac and Ishmael. If it was so easy for Abraham to surrender Ishmael, it was so easy. He would have surrendered him. That was the match he would have surrendered to God. But to surrender Isaac, he was giving all things and everything to God. All things and everything. Everything that was meant for him. Abraham had worked for almost 30 years, waiting for this promise of Isaac. 30 years he has worked in the life of this young man. And then the Lord comes and tells him, give me your labor of 30 years. How much are you able to surrender to him? It's reflected by the level of the sacrifice that you are doing what? You are giving. Somebody say amen. You know, if we tell people, bring sacrifice now. And uh, you just tell everybody, just bring a sacrifice of whatever you have. Another one can bring a pen. Another one can bring a book. Another one will remove the shoes and bring it. Another one will take the phone and bring it. And you will see the level of surrender that all of us are having. 
how much. You know, our level of holding on ourselves versus God is reflected on how much we are willing to surrender and give it to who? To God. Total surrender. I am giving this thing. I love it. That's why God rarely asks you for something that you don't love it. He rarely will ask you to give him a sacrifice of something that you hate or something that you detest. He will ask you for the thing that you love it. How much are you going to give him? How much are you willing to do what? To surrender. And when God comes for a sacrifice, he normally looks in the places of our lives that we are attached to. Places that we are bound in. He normally looks for the places that we love so much to the level like it's like something is cut from us. We are, it's like we are being hurt when that thing is taken away. That's why he did not ask for Eliezer, the child of the servant slave of Abram, because it would be an easy thing. He did not ask for Ishmael. Actually, Abram would, would have loved it because Ishmael was a problem and trouble in his marriage. If God wanted to take him, it would have solved his trouble. But he asked for something that Abraham loved so much. Total surrender. Look at God himself. If it was just an angel that would come here and die and save the mankind, it would have been easy for God. In fact, it would not have been indicated anywhere in the Bible. If God was to take a thousand people and sacrifice them so that the mankind may be saved. It would have been easy for God. But the Bible calls Jesus a different name. The Bible says, your only begotten son. Only. Not many, not one of them. Only. This is the only begotten son that God had. This is the only begotten child that the Lord had. There were angels, many angels. He would have picked one and sacrifice him. There, there were so many people that he had created, he would have picked one and sacrificed them. But the sacrifice demanded his only begotten son. Total surrender. In fact, when Jesus was being crucified, the Lord even turned his face away because it was so painful. The only thing that he had, he was sacrificing for the sake of this world. Somebody clap to the Father and give him praise today, even in Jesus' mighty name. The only thing that he had, he was sacrificing it. How much are you able to surrender? To what level are you willing to go with God? To what level are you willing to let go from your hand? A thousand billocks was not a joke. And it's not just cows. It's not just anything. A thousand billocks. Those were valued kettles. They were huge. They were royal in nature. They were strong. They would fetch a lot of money. A thousand of them. Because the man was willing. He tried one, it did not work. He tried five, it did not work. He tried a, a hundred, it did not work. He tried nine hundred, it did not work. And the man of God would say, I am willing to try. I am willing to give, to give, to give. Until there is nothing to give. Until the Lord is satisfied. Can somebody clap to our Father and give him praise in the mighty name of Jesus? How much are you able to surrender? How much are you able to surrender? That is a sign. That is 
That is a reflection. Every time God is asking you for a sacrifice. It's different from an offering. An offering is not a reflection of how much you are willing to surrender. An offering is a reflection of your giving heart. A giving heart gives offering so easily and so carelessly. It's a reflection of a heart that is joyful before the Lord. A reflection of the heart that is so willing to give, to, to, to please the God. Do you know, if you are a giver, the joy of a giver is not in receiving. The joy of a giver is in giving. Wale watu wachoyo when you apendangi ku give, let me tell you. The giver wanga na sana. Sindio mkubwa. Amen. Bwanesu asifiwe. The giver wanga na mkubwa sana. The joy of a giver is not in receiving. When you give to a giver, you are hurting him. He wants to give. He wants to give. The more he gives, the more joyful he becomes. The joy of a selfish person is in receiving. <laughs> the joy of a selfish person is in receiving. They just want to receive, they receive, they receive a spirit of greed and selfishness. But a giver rejoices. Every time you give, you are happy. You have given somebody. Every time you give, you are happy. You have helped somebody. So giving is an expression of a good heart that you are having. A heart of God because God is a giver. But a sacrifice is a reflection of your ability to surrender to God. Because even the givers have their limitations. There are some areas when you tell them, give me this, you will have trouble with them. You will have problem with them. They are not willing to give you that. Therefore, sacrifice is a higher thing than an offering. Offering is good, but sacrifice is a higher thing. Surrender. Because sacrifice has the power to unlock for you something that is so big to the level that if you have not surrendered to God, that blessing will take you away. Therefore, God has to work on your heart to see how much you are able to surrender so that he may be able to give you according to the level of your surrender. Do you know there are some blessings if God released to somebody here today, they will be proud, they will leave God, they will insult us, this place will become a ghetto for them. There's a blessing if God gives some people here, this will be the last time that you will see them near this place or even near God. And that's why he would ask for a sacrifice and check how much are they willing to surrender. And I give them the size of their ability of surrendering. Imagine sacrifice unlocked the children of Israel from the bondage of 400 years. Imagine that level of glory. Unlocked them from the captivity of 78 years. Imagine that level of glory. It unlocked wisdom and the man of God Solomon was wise and rich and there was nobody compared to him. Imagine that kind of glory. But it was checked first. Their ability to do what? To surrender. Actually what God is about to release to us as a church and as an individual is corresponding to our abilities to surrender to him. God cannot give us more than that which we are not able to surrender. Because we will cling to it and we will kill because of it. We will kill because of it. Because we will, we will want to protect it. It doesn't matter who is going to be hurt as a result of us protecting what is given us. That's why he says, let me check the ability of these people to surrender. Let me check the ability of individuals here to do what? To surrender. Somebody say amen. That's why 
wakitwanga sacrifice walikuwa wakisema usilete kilema usilete kipofu usilete you know me, me I, was, I was i was i went through a, a, a seminary process to for catholic priesthood and uh, we were called sacrifices and uh, before you go you are tested everywhere macho mugu fupa impotence i mean fertility ukipatikana when impotent anasema hapana hatuchukui kitu yenye haiwezi fanya kazi kwa hii dunia we want the best somebody say amen wakati babylon walikuwa wanachukua watoto walikuwa wanachukua watoto wa wafalme wana test macho wana test kichwa wana test kila mali wakipata hauna kitu moja sana hapana hatutaki kitu yenye inadhafanya nini haina kazi and that is the work of sacrifice he would tell them leta zile kondoo hazina alama hata kidogo leta zile kondoo zenye hazijachafuka hata kidogo i want the best out of your flock bwana yesu asifiwe that's why he tells abram i want the best out of your seeds and the best is who is isaac it is a reflection of how much we are willing to surrender you know god surrendered his glory to solomon he surrendered his glory that's why the bible says and solomon was dressed was arrayed in beauty and splendor but there is no man that has been as wise as solomon ever since up to now including those that we are calling them with the highest iq here on earth there is no man i don't know how they are measuring it and there's no man who has been as rich as solomon up to now the gold that he had that he made gold in in in, in his nation to become just as a simple thing vitu kama clay unakutana tuna gold gold ilikuwa inatengeneza gate kama hiyo viti kama hii tu ni gold hapa ni gold kila kitu tu ni gold he made gold to become so cheap because of his wealth why glory of god he received the glory of god because of his ability to surrender the lord said if this man can surrender a thousand bullock there is nothing he can cling to therefore if i give him my glory he will not cling to my glory if this church can surrender this much therefore they cannot cling to my glory when i give them my glory if this mother this father can give me this much it means he cannot cling to my glory if i give him my glory bwana yesu asifiwe ule mtu amesacrificea mtoto wake hawezi simama siku za sherehe ni matanga ya wenyewe na anasimamisha watoto wake anasema huyu ako ngambo Australia huyu <laughs> ako USA huyu ni PS hawa ni watu si wa sacrifice wanachukua glory ya nani unaringia watu na mtoto wa mtu ni mlevi hapo kwa village na wewe unaoneshana wako vile wame success yani huyu mtu wa sacrifice you cannot do such things you can be saying this is god's glory i dare not touch his glory somebody clap to our father give him a better praise in jesus name simuone watu kama hawa wenye mkenda ni matanga ya wenyewe sio yenu na unasimamisha watoto wako ukimbia usimame unasimamisha watoto wangu kuja hapa huyu wako australia huyu wako america huyu ni high commission na congo huyu sijui anafanya nini unasimamisha yani watu paka wanaona kwani hao walizaa vitu gani mbona asifiwe watu wako ni kuliti kuliti tu kwani hao walizaa nini alafu una take time yako kulecture watu jinsi ya kulea watoto ndio wakuwa wakubwa nani by the grace of the lord mbona asifiwe if you offer a sacrifice you will not have those kinds of behaviors are we together church because you will never touch the glory of god
you never touch. You know, when God asks you for a sacrifice, it's because he wants to know that we will not touch his glory. The glory will remain his. And the blessing will be yours. Can we stand in the presence of the Lord? And speak to him. The Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. Now begin to tell the Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. Give me power to do it. Give me power to do it. Somebody close your eyes, lift up your hands to him for a minute and tell the Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. We shall be giving it. We are beginning the journey. You can take an envelope to begin to keep, to save it in your envelope. And then one day we will have a service here and collect all the sacrifices. And then we shall prepare on fifth to hand it over to the servant of God. Somebody just lift up your hands to God. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. I want to give you a sacrifice. Speak to me. Help me. Strengthen me. Empower me, Lord. Give me power to give you a sacrifice, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, minister to my spirit in a deeper way. Increase my faith, Lord. Increase my faith over this matter. Tell the Lord to increase your faith over this matter. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we worship you and we honor you. That, Father, I want to give you a sacrifice. Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. Somebody speak to him, speak to him. Make it your prayer today, even as I'm winding up. Tell the Lord, I want to give you a sacrifice. In the mighty name of Jesus, increase my willingness. Tell the Lord to increase your willingness today. Tell God, increase my willingness. In the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you, Lord, and we bless your holy name. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I stand here today. I make a prayer by lifting up my hands to you that, Father, I want to obey you by giving you a sacrifice. Father, you provide the fire I provide the sacrifice. The fire comes from you. The sacrifice comes from me. Oh, somebody just tell the Lord those words. That you provide the fire. I provide the sacrifice. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. There are sacrifices that attract that fire. They are consumed immediately. Immediately. Tell the Lord, you provide the fire, I provide the sacrifice. Lord, I want to provide a sacrifice. I want to provide a sacrifice, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I worship you and I honor you. I bless everyone that has come here today. I bless our offerings. I bless our givings. I bless our tithing. I bless every manner of giving, Jehovah. Even in the mighty name of Jesus. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree the names of the Lord upon you because of the names of the Lord. I declare that you are blessed. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you so much for coming. We can clap to the Lord and give him a praise offering in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you. God bless you. Let us meet tomorrow.